Hello, world. This is the I Am Inevitable podcast. This is a film and television podcast where we talk about our favorite films and television. My name is Caleb. Uh, the other host is uh, my brother, Chase. Chase, how you doing? You're good. What's good, world? How y'all doing? Yes. Um, on today's episode, we wanted to go through 10, 10 movies that we think you must see the rest of this year in 2023. We're both going to name off five movies that we are each excited to see and movies that we think these are movies that everyone should see for the rest of the season. Chase, you ready to do this? Yes, sir. Let's get into it. All right. I'll let you start off. Give me your fifth most either anticipated or just movie you're excited to see for the rest of the year. What you got? So fifth one for me, Little Mermaid. I've actually not been very uh, excited for any of the live action Disney movies. Well, I was kind of excited for The Lion King, but it really disappointed. But like, I like the idea, the vision they had with the cast and everything. It just didn't, it missed the mark. So um, yeah, I'm really excited to see uh, what Little Mermaid is looking like. The trailer looks fire. I'm knowing the soundtrack is going to be awesome. So yeah, that's that's definitely one I've been looking forward to since I heard it was coming out. <laughs> yeah, um, that live action Lion King, it was terrible. And it's to me, it's like the worst movie I've ever seen. I actually, I really hate that movie. <laughs> but, but I agree. yeah, it's bad. But I, I agree <laughs> with you. I, I haven't been a fan of these live action Disney movies, but I'm excited for this movie. <sighs> I'm excited for this movie mainly because of like, you know, like the racist motherfuckers who are, you know, all mad because there's a black, you know, Little Mermaid, like, to me, that's mm-hmm. that's hilarious to me. And, like, I'm probably going to go see this movie five fucking times just because of that. Just because <laughs> of that. But, um, honestly, I'm excited to see. Uh, is it, is it, it's Halle Bailey. Yeah, Halle Bailey. Yeah, it's Halle. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see her. I'm, ex- I'm excited to see how it looks. You know, the trailer looked beautiful. I'm excited to see all of it looks. And, like, we got mm-hmm. that we got that little small glimpse of uh, Melissa McCarthy as Ursula. So, I'm. Yeah. I think I think that's like a perfect role for her. So I'm I'm really fucking excited for that movie. Nah, most of I feel like this will be them finally hitting their stride with it. Although um one that I do feel like they did kind of hit on, Maleficent. Even though it was a different story than Beauty and the Beast, I really enjoyed uh Angelina Jolie as like the antagonist, the villain, whatever you want to call it. But she was like a tragic hero, you know? Yeah, that wasn't bad. Um, number five for me is um Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Um, okay. yeah, yeah, we we obviously just had an MCU movie come out last week, Ant Man and Lost Quantumania, that me and you reviewed. But this is the mm-hmm. next one. The next one up is Guardians of the Galaxy Three. This is obviously the last one for this group of people. You know, James Gunn took over. Yeah, James Gunn took over DC, so this is his last project ever with Marvel. So, I mean, that's got me hyped to see that movie just because of that. But I'll, mm-hmm. I'll also seeing the trailers, you know, it looks it looks really sad and emotional. Like, we obviously know certain characters are going to die. Um, we know this is it for Batista. He's not playing Drax ever again. We don't really know what's going to happen with everyone else. I have a hunch that Rocket's going to die. I don't know if that's... I hope that doesn't happen because I love Rocket. But this is... I'm really excited for this movie. You know, Guardians... We haven't, we haven't had a Guardians movie in six years. And with this being the last Which is one, wild to think, yeah, yeah. And with this being the last one, like, I don't know, man. I could honestly see this movie making over a billion dollars. You know, James mm-hmm. Gunn, 
James Gunn, you know, he always has a dope soundtrack. We know there's going to be some funny scene where somebody's ended up dancing, you know, like Quill, yeah. like Quill in Guardians 1 or Groot in Guardians 2, you know. So, yeah. And then we're, I think, uh, yeah, we're getting Adam Warlock. He's going to be in this movie. You know, he looks mm-hmm. bad. He looks badass in the trailer. So, yeah, I'm really excited for uh, Guardians, Guardians 3. No, same. That was one of my honorable mentions. The first Guardians is one of my favorites in Marvel, so I'm excited to see how they wrap up their story as a whole. Shit, I've loved uh, Drax and Mantis's development with uh, their holiday special. So, yeah, I'm I'm wondering like who we're gonna say goodbye to, like on a death tip, but also like how they are all gonna say goodbye. You know, like what's next for them. After yeah. like their battle with Warlock and uh, the Alliance or whatever. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I'll go ahead go to number four. Uh, the number four movie for me is um, Creed three. Um, mm. Yes, um, this movie actually comes out in less than a week. Um, it'll be out next Thursday, yeah. which, which I'm gonna go see. I know you're gonna go see it next week, and uh, that's definitely gonna be what we do on the on the next week's Monday podcast is a uh, review Creed three, but um, yeah, I'm really excited for this movie. It's Michael B. Jordan's directorial debut. I think that should be enough for anybody to go see it. He's been one of the most successful actors in Hollywood for a while now. And like, he's, I don't think he's, is he 40? He, he, he might be close to 40, but he's around now. I'd probably say late thirties. Yeah. But the fact that he's directing his first movie, like, like this is big. Like if this movie's a hit. I mean, who knows? Does he just become, does he just retire from acting and become a director? I mean, mm-hmm. that's on the table. Who knows? But I mean, let's be honest. The main reason you should be excited for this movie is because of Jonathan Majors. Um, we, we just seen him as Kang and Ant-Man. He was amazing. Um, I'm sure yeah. he's amazing. I'm sure he's amazing in this movie. Like this dude, this dude, he's, this is the, to me, this is like his year. Like, and the fact that he's had two big movies come out back to back months, like, I think he's gonna tear it up in this movie again, and seeing him and mm-hmm. Michael B. Jordan fighting each other—that's that's gonna be that's gonna be great. It seems like a good story. I, I'm I'm really excited for uh, Creed three. Yeah, and no, uh, it's definitely been um, Majors' this year, or at least it's leading up to looking like it's gonna be his year. But shit, um, Michael B. Jordan's is actually 36, so not close to quite close to 40 yet. But shit. Yeah, definitely um, a young vet. He's been out here for a minute. But shit, I'm excited for Creed 3, too. I just watched uh, Creed 2 for the first time. And um, quality film. And uh, I like the direction they kind of lead into. It'll be interesting to see what uh, Jonathan Major's character brings to the table for that one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I want I want to ask you this though. You know, I know you're I know you're pretty heavy into the anime. You know, Michael B. Jordan's talked a lot about adding anime principles into the into his yeah. fights in this in this movie. Like, what do you what do you kind of expect him with that? So I know Michael, like myself, is a big Naruto stand. I'm predicting we get a Kakashi Obito moment at some point. They're gonna go in on their brotherhood, like growing up, and. Yeah, they gonna, I feel like we're going to get some heavy flashback play in between the fights, like them scrapping as kids, mashed up with them scrapping in the ring. So, like, yeah, that's something I definitely can see happening. There's a lot of different ways they could go with it. There's not too many boxing animes out there. 
but the ones that they do have are good. So shit, I'm curious to see what moments for fight choreography and for storytelling he takes from the anime world. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, let's go ahead and go to um, uh, your number four, right? Are we on your number four? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, my number four is uh, Disney Pixar's Elemental. Elemental is a story where in a city where fire, water, land, and air residents live together, a fire young woman and a go-with-the-flow guy discover something elemental, how much they actually have in common. And I know that doesn't sound like anything too crazy, but Pixar just has a way of telling a really good story and tugging at your heartstrings, no matter what um, world or medium they present. So it's their first movie in a couple years. What was the last Pixar joint? Fucking, um, it wasn't Coco. No, uh, Seeing Red, the Red Panda movie. So yeah, it's been about a year or two, but you know, like Pixar is one of them companies, like they rarely ever miss. So like when they're dropping something, I'm going to tune in and I wouldn't be surprised if I shed a tear or two because Pixar movies do that to me. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. That's the first time I ever heard of that movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to look into it. Possibly take, you know, my daughter. Take the girls to see it, man. Possibly take my daughter. Possibly take my daughters to see it. But that, that was the first time I had heard of that movie. But um, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, that's definitely a, an interesting choice. I mean, when do you know when it comes out? Uh, hold on. Let me do my Googles. June 16th. That is this summer. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's definitely one you should uh, check out for when it comes to viewing movies this summer. Um, mm-hmm. what, um, Chase, what do you got for your number three? So number three for me is going to be coming out more recently. Dungeons and Dragons. So I don't know the story too well, but I'm familiar with the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I started playing it during quarantine and hell, it's a fun ass game. Not going to lie. But basically you get a group of adventurers. You get one big tank motherfucker, nigga who's causing a lot of damage, real good defensively. You got a healer, you got a spellcaster, shit like that, you know? And Whatever the goal, the prize is in store, that's what they're going for. And these people, it's a ragtag bunch, you know? They're not necessarily heroes, but they're not necessarily bad guys either. So, yeah, I'm excited to see what that's going to be looking like. The yeah. first real, like, Dungeons & Dragons movie that we've had. We've had fantasy shit out here, but, yeah, there's a lot you can do with the world of D&D. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, I've never been in a Dungeons Dragons. So that's that's not really my thing, but can't lie. I mean, looking at the trailers, it does look pretty cool, but it's definitely something I'm gonna have to do some research on because I really don't know anything about the story at all. True. But nah. um It's some yeah. fun if you like uh like Lord of the Rings or any type of fantasy where you just got a group of people. I mean, think Guardians of the Galaxy, but just not uh, in space, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
I'll go ahead for number three. Um, this movie I actually forgot about. Like it was not on my original list, but it literally just popped in my mind when we were talking about the Pixar movie and uh uh Super Mario Brothers. Like, mm. like this okay. movie, like this movie comes out in less than two months. Um yeah, it comes out on my daughter's birthday. We're definitely gonna be there as a family watching that. I cannot wait. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to see that movie. Um, obviously we've all played Mario as kids, so I think this movie's gonna make a lot of money. Like it's gonna make a stupid amount of money, and it seems to have a pretty, you know, decent story to it. I mean, there's so many different ways to go about making a Mario movie, but I mean the visuals oh, look good. Yeah, the visuals look good. They seem to have the right characters in there. I know a lot of people are complain- complaining about the Mario voice with Chris Pratt. I-, I actually don't have a problem with it. I think it's fine. But, uh, you know, all these different actors they got in there, you know, like, you know, like Jack Black playing Bowser. Like, I think that seems like a perfect yeah. a perfect fit. And, you know, looking at the trailers, like, it seems like they're portraying Bowser to be like Thanos. You know, it's pretty, it was pretty funny watching that in the trailer. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm I'm really excited for uh, Super Mario. No, nah, that looked like it's definitely gonna be a family fun one. Shit. I wasn't too hyped about uh Chris Pratt being Mario, but shit. It's Hollywood, so what can you do? You know, they're gonna get their big voice, their big voices, the notable actors in these roles. And I mean, hell, like as much as I would appreciate, I guess, a more Italian Mario, like Let's be real. He barely talks in the games, so it's not like we necessarily need him to have like a super strong accent, you know, pure blood Italian guy. So, yeah, I'm I'm interested to see what that one's gonna be looking like too. It looks like it's gonna be funny as hell. Yeah, yeah. Um, number two for me, I'll go ahead. With number two, um, number two for me is um across the Spider Verse. Um, into the Spider, yeah, into the Spider Verse. You know, I watched that recently for the first time. I hadn't seen it before, but you know, that's a that's a really great movie. It's, I mean, it was one of the better Spider-Man movies to me. But you know, like the trailer of this movie, it's it's just bonkers. You know, all the different versions of Spider-Man you see, and there's even rumors now that like a live-action Tom Holland's gonna appear as Spider-Man in this movie, which I don't really know how they're gonna make happen in an animated movie, but. You know, I'm excited yeah. to see it. I'm excited to see it if it happens, you know, like, yeah, this is this is big. Like, you know, like like Sony fucks up a lot of shit. But when it came to the first Spider-Verse movie, they got that 100 percent right. Mm-hmm. No, that might be the best Spider-Man movie that like has come out. <laughs> if we're being completely honest. Like very well done. Mom, yeah, Miles Morales is an awesome main character, one that, like, you want to root for, can get behind, and shit. Peter as, like, the kind of washed-up Wiley vet, like, that shit was funny as hell. And just all the other iterations of Spider-Man, too. So, like, it's going to be dope to see what other versions of them that they bring out in this one. Yeah, and, like... I just feel like the more the, the more of these movies that come out, the closer we're going to get to a live action Miles Morales. I don't know when that'll be, but it's going to happen eventually. Mm-hmm. Wait, what now? Live action Miles Morales. Ooh, that would be dope. Hopefully, yeah. in the next Spider Man, we get that. I don't. I doubt. I doubt it'll be the maybe. I, I doubt it, but you know, like I said, the more the more these movies that come out, the sooner it's gonna it's gonna get to you know actually happening. Yeah, 
but yeah, um, let's let's go ahead and move on. Um, number two, what is your uh, number two most anticipated movie for the rest of this year? So number two for me is going to be The Hunger Games, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. So it's a prequel to The Hunger Games universe. I don't know how well-versed you are with that, but shit. I was fucking with the books in high school. I had to read one of them and then just got into it after that. The movies are pretty good, so I'm curious to see what this one's going to be looking like. This is going to be the first one they've had since, like, 20, shit, 15, 16, maybe. So, like, I'm glad they're uh, adding more to that universe. So, let's, let me ask you this, then. For a guy like me who's never seen Hunger Games, do you think this movie will be the best place to start off for someone interested in watching Hunger Games since since, since, since this is a prequel? Mm-hmm. I mean, it wouldn't be a bad one to start off with, but the main character in the original Hunger Games, like the main storyline, is very good. She's someone you want to root for, and yeah, she's badass as fuck. Like, she just says, fuck the system for what's going on in their world. Long story short, it's um dystopian, like a few years into the future, the country as we know it is different. The United States has been broken up into 12 different districts or zones. And every year they have this thing called the Hunger Games. It's a random competition where motherfuckers can and usually do die, but you will have two champions from each zone, all 18 or under. And um, yeah, they're fighting to the death. Last one standing basically becomes a billionaire, a one percenter. And like your zone is proud as fuck for you, you know? Like it's like, think of rooting for like an Olympic team or something. Like if motherfuckers from zone 12 win and you're from zone 12, like you, you're happy as fuck. That looks good for you. But yeah, that's that's the premise of it, and uh, this is gonna be the prequel of it. So I'm guessing like early stages, the beginning of this shit, you're gonna see it before it really gets as fucked up as it is in modern times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely interesting. Um, let's go ahead and go to number one. What is what is your what is your one must watch movie this year? What's the one movie that everyone has to see? What is it? What you got? So number one for me, Demon Slayer, Sword Smith Village Arc. Demon Slayer has been one of the hottest animes since it has dropped back in 2019. They're going into season three and leading up to that is this movie introducing two of my favorite characters in the entire series. You haven't seen them a whole lot. You haven't seen them fight at least. Yeah, in the anime or in the first movie, the Mist Hashira and the Love Hashira. And basically, Demon Slayer, you got these motherfuckers who slay demons. They all have their different sword fighting styles. But depending on what your sword and fighting style is, you come in with some different attacks. Like Tanjiro, the main character, he's a water style. So he's really fluid. Like he's dancing around you on the battlefield and just slicing your shit instantly. But his best friend is like the Thunder Hashira and he's fucking fast as fuck. Like he hits you like a split of lightning, you know? Yeah. So it's 
been one of the more uh, interesting shonens to drop in the last couple of years. One of my favorites. I read it front to back after uh, watching the first season. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to see it uh, further develop into the story. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm not in the anime, but for anybody out there that's, that's in the anime, this dude Chase, he he knows that shit front to back like a, you know, his memory with that stuff's amazing. So if you're if you're interested in anime, that's definitely um, Demon Slayers. That's definitely a movie you have to see this year. And I mean, yes. Yeah, that's definitely a movie you have to see this year. Um, let me go ahead and move on to my number one. Uh, the number one movie for me. I feel like everyone has to see this. Well, I won't say everyone because you know there's some controversy surrounding the main character <laughs> in this movie. But uh, I was surprised no, you were leaving this one for one. But number one, no, you, I'm not. <laughs> number one for me is the Flash. Like I'm, I'm all in, man. That Super Bowl trailer, I'm oh. all in. No, I thought you were gonna say Evil Dead. Or uh... no, it was funny. Evil Dead was what I had in my top five, but I had to move it because of. I had to put Mario in there. That was a yeah. that was a movie I, I replaced it with, but no. But um, number okay. one for me, yeah. But number one for me is the Flash. You know, I was one over with that Super Bowl trailer. Um, I was already excited because you know the Flashpoint. I'm not that big in the comics, but I do re- remember reading the Flashpoint. That's one of my favorite stories. Um, if you haven't, mm-hmm. if you don't know anything about Flashpoint, go on HBO Max and watch. You know the Flashpoint Paradox. It's a it's an hour and a half animated. DC movie on HBO Max and it it pretty much tells the story of what's going to happen in this movie but um yeah my, Michael Keaton he's back that's all you really need to know you know he's not he's not my favorite Batman but seeing him back in the suit man that's seeing that in, in theaters it's going to it's going to be it's going to be bonkers man um <laughs> you know and all all the shit we've seen in the freaking trailer man like i didn't know Zod was coming back seeing Michael Shannon in there that's yeah. That's fucking nuts to me. Supergirl, she looked badass in there. We never got, we've never seen Supergirl in a live action movie before, so I'm excited for that. And I mean, obviously, there's a lot of issues with Ezra Miller as Flash. Um, obviously, yeah. <laughs> obviously, I understand why some people aren't going to want to go see the movie because of that. But I would just ask you to kind of overlook it because. This is it. You know, I mean, this is he's only going to play Flash once in this movie. So I don't think this is going to be like a recurring thing. They just felt they had a great movie that they had to put out. So they kind of just rode along with the issues. But obviously, yeah. after, after the movie comes out, DC's going to announce it. He's not coming back. I mean, this is it for him. It's Flash. But, you know, obviously, we're going to see two Flashes in the movie. I mean, the villain is supposedly going to be reverse Flash. So, like, yeah. Flash, it's gonna it's gonna be great, and it's gonna be good for DC because you know obviously DC has been trailing Marvel for a long time now, and you know if this is an amazing movie, like it might give them the boost they need to catch back up. You know, I don't know. It may, it might, it might not. Who knows? And then also the last thing is like this is it for like Zack the, the Zack Snyder era, like Ben yeah. Affleck, Ben Affleck's Batman, Ezra Miller's Flash. Those are all those are all Zack Snyder characters, and like. This is it for him. So if you were, if you, I know there's a lot of people that are huge fans of the Snyderverse. If you were one of those, like, you know, this is probably going to be like a sad end. Well, not sad, but it's the it's the end for all these characters. So, no, um, definitely bittersweet, you know. Yeah, and like as time went on, I actually enjoyed the Snyderverse movies. Like, you know, I'm not gonna lie, as time went on, I kind of enjoyed Batman versus Superman and the Snyder cut. Like, 
as time went on, you know, but, but yeah, flash flash is what I'm really excited for. And I can't wait to watch it this summer. Yeah. Now nah, flash looks good as fuck. So I'm geeked to see what that's going to be looking like too. Flashpoint is an exciting, like one of the better stories I would say in the DC universe. Don't quote me on that. I'm not an expert, but just from what I know, yeah, that's going to be a good one. And just looking at it, yeah, we're going to get a lot of superheroes. Like you said, we haven't seen a lot of, in live action or guys that we don't see super often. So that's going to be dope. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Well, that was that was our list for this week. Uh, our top 10 most anticipated movies this year. Top 10 movies you must see this year. This was definitely fun. Um, I hope I, I hope we helped you make some decisions when it comes to going to the movies. Especially next week for Creed Three, we will be reviewing that next Monday. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, Chase, this was fun. I will see you on Thursday for uh, Top Three Thursday. Always love y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Catch you on Thursday. <laughs>